Hello and welcome to episode 17 of Romance Isn't Dead, Me Before You, an honest discussion. How are we doing, Ray? I'm sunburnt, but that means good things for our weather. Um, Mm -hmm. I have to be honest, I spent the entirety of yesterday afternoon in my manager's back garden drinking a lot of alcohol. Seems valid. As you do. Yeah, as, as you, you do. do. As you do, as you do, yeah. I spent yesterday, I went to the library, and I then spent yesterday evening in dance mom mode. So I was backstage getting kids ready to go on to dance in the dance recital. So there's that. Yeah, but at least you're not a stage mom. You say that... What does that mean exactly? Stage mom. What's the difference? A stage. Well, a dance mom is someone who's like getting, helping children get ready, preparing them, making sure they've got snacks, making sure they're in the costumes. A stage mom is someone who is, you are going to be a star. You are going to be the most amazing. You are going to train 10,000 years, hours a day. And education doesn't mean anything because you're going to be famous. Mm, no, I'm not a stage mom. There you go. I, um, <laughs> I'm a dance mom and a horse show mom. And a horse show mom is the one behind the kid that's in the ring, making certain that the braids are braided and the the ribbons are in there or the bows are in the hair. And where's your jacket? Is it freshly pressed? Is it this? Is it that? Why don't you have your gloves? Yeah. And, you know, the one sweating. Yeah. (laughs) Sweltering in the South Carolina heat. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just a cat mom and I'm happy with that. I, I get it. I get it. And, and you know. Except when she bites me. Yeah. I'm at a point where I I need a t-shirt that, I'm tempted to make myself a t-shirt that says, I never thought I'd be a dance mom or a horse show mom, but here I am killing it. You know, I don't know. <laughs> Actually, you your own home or anything. Yeah, no, it's totally a joke. I, I'm not killing it. I'm barely, barely holding it together. But um, <laughs> I... Uh, I do have a dance mom t-shirt. It, it says, like, the name of the dance studio, like a regular mom, only louder and prouder. So, it's cute. I wore it when we were at Disney for a performance. So, anyway. Tis what it is. It is what it is. Okay, our topic today, as I indicated, was Me Before You, which is a novel from Jojo Moyes. It is. I think it was her first, it was the first one by her that was super successful. Mm -hmm. And it came, well, it was, it came out in 2012. Okay. And before that, Jojo Moyes had written under a pseudonym. Okay. And she had not been as successful. And now, Me Before You was like this massive hit. And I have to be honest, I didn't read it when everyone was, I found out about the book when I was, getting the train every day to work and people were going on and on and on about this amazing book mm-hmm. and I purposely do not follow fads mm-hmm. I'm one of these people who will somebody will say oh this book's amazing or this movie is amazing and I will wait about six years to read it or mm-hmm. watch it because I don't believe the hype mm-hmm yeah. Except for except for with Marvel movies where yeah. I'm the first person in line, but that's different. Um, and <coughs> Chris it's me a long, yeah, yeah, there you go. See <laughs> all the Chris's. Um, but then 
I picked it. I actually picked this up. My copy is falling apart and it's not because I've read it over and over again. It's because I picked it up in a charity shop mm-hmm. and I was desperate for something to read. I was getting the bus to um, Brighton every day, which mm-hmm. is it sounds like it's really close to where I live, but it takes two hours. And it was something to read on the bus. So I essentially, I just needed something that was relatively light, but at the same time would take me a while to read. So that's mm. why I picked it up. And it was like, oh, I actually quite enjoyed it. And then they made a film of it, mm-hmm. which I haven't seen. Okay. Could you give our listeners a synopsis? Okay. Well, in fact, what I'll By the way, spoilers. I- spoilers. Yeah, spoilers, but the book is eight, the book is what, seven years old? Yeah. Um, okay, Lou Clark knows a lot, of, a lot of things. She knows how many footsteps there are between the bus stop and home. She knows she likes working at the buttered bun tea shop, and she knows she might not love her boyfriend, Patrick. Um, what Lou doesn't know is she's about to lose her job, or that knowing what's coming is what keeps her sane. Will Trainer knows his motorcycle accident took away his desire to live. He knows everything feels very small and rather joyless. And he knows exactly how he's going to put a stop to that. What Will doesn't know is that Lou is about to burst into his world in a riot of colour. And neither of them knows they're going to change the other for all time. Essentially, um, Lou is really zany. She likes wearing brightly coloured clothing. Um, She's the older sister her younger sister um, is incredibly intelligent, and but she got pregnant selfish. when she was at university. Oh, so oh, oh, yeah, she's Sorry. incredibly selfish Sorry. and very, very, very focused on herself. Her family lives on, I suppose you could say they live on the breadline. They rely upon Lou's salary coming in every week to cover the bills. They also have... Um, there's four generations living in the home. The grandfather, who's had several strokes, so can't look after himself anymore, lose parents. Um, the mother is a is a home help. She helps. She looks after her father and runs the household. Um, her father, who works shifts and works very very hard. Her sister, who works in a flower shop, but is as Sally said, very selfish, very focused on herself. It is all me me me. Um, and Lou, and of course her sister Trina's five-year-old son, and he's the reason why she dropped out of higher education when she had um, the opportunity to go. Something which Katrina. Lou, Katrina, yeah, Trina. They call her Trina. No, Katrina, Tr- or Trina, as she's called, dropped out of university because she got pregnant, mm-hmm. and she's more focused on herself than she is on anything else which makes her incredibly selfish. But Lou's boyfriend, boyfriend, I don't even know where to start with, Patrick. Um, In the film, I think he's played by um, Neville Longbottom. Really? (laughs) But um, but ultimately, she she knows that he's not the one. Mm -hmm. But her family is doing their best to convince her that he's the one out there for her because he's with her mm-hmm. even though they're not 100% happy and they're definitely very different people mm-hmm. and Will was a very active man who loved adventure sports and skiing and surfing and everything else he was a very active man and it's it's not exactly his motorcycle accident he actually gets hit by a motorcycle 
when he's on his way to work mm-hmm. and it leaves him quadriplegic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when they meet, he's already decided what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. And that is assisted suicide. So right. that that is a that is a warning of this is not a lighthearted, um, happy ending romance. No, it is not. I'm so sorry, but it isn't a happy... It kind of is a happy ending, but it's not. Because they all get what they want, sort of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm getting this questioning look from Sally. <laughs> it's like, what? Anyway, uh, there's the summary of the book. I mean, most people have probably, if you're listening to this, you've likely come across it or read it or watched the movie. So you know what's coming. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, just as a quick question, Ray, you've known me since 2014, does that sound right? 2014? So five years or so? Yeah. 2015. Okay, let's call it four or five years-ish. Um, what do you think I liked about this book? Very little, if anything, at all. It start, I, I will... I will quantify with this uh, this with I hadn't read it for a while and I picked it up this morning because yesterday as I said I spent the afternoon sitting in my manager's garden with a lot of wine um so I didn't read and I picked it up this morning opened the book up and it was like oh crap it's first person (laughs) I'd forgotten I'm so sorry okay here's the thing here's the thing and it's not a happily ever after, but I it knew that. It starts not only, okay, for, it starts in present tense, and I'm like, WTF is this nonsense, right? Well, are you sure it was only WTF, what is this nonsense, and WTF, what the bloody hell were you thinking, Ray? And then I got past the prologue. So the the very beginning is... A, to be fair, the It's like two pages. Like two pages. And it's right into yeah. Will's accident. And and that kind of... It's a fade to black. And, you know... And, and then I flipped the page. And then it's first person. And I was like... F-M-L. Okay. <laughs> but thankfully it wasn't present tense. <laughs> not like the... Not like the the prologue was and and i i don't understand that stylistic choice um i don't understand that stylistic choice but okay um in terms of like having the accident which was two years prior be in present tense like i didn't understand that unless you're just trying to 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 make a distinction but i feel like there's the distinction's already been made so i didn't understand that if that makes sense like i didn't understand Mm -hmm. that choice and then and then they go to first person. And, okay, so stylistically, I despise that. But it's not that I can't read a book that's in first person. I can. So I sat down to read the book. And ultimately, maybe because it's in first person, I really disliked what was happening. Because as I'm reading this book, it's, I'm doing this, and it's Lou, right? I can't relate to Lou on any level. At all. Like, I can't relate to Lou. So, here I am th- reading I, 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 I for a character that I just don't get. Like, I what don't... What didn't you get about her? Uh, 
I didn't get why she stuck with the boyfriend. I didn't get why she was working the job she was working. And when she's like, oh, well, I was just kind of happy to go to work and work at the buttered bun. I cannot relate to that. I cannot relate to being 26 years old. When I was 26 years old, I it just it just didn't make sense to me. It's and, a small, it's, I think the thing with this is it's a very, she lives in a town where there are literally four buses a day. It's really small town mentality, small town mentality, limited finances, a family that is, is falling apart at the seams. You've got the grandfather who's sick. So she's seen that all her life. She's got the sister. She was essentially told she was going to amount to nothing because her sister was the one with all the potential. Okay. See, here's the thing. I, there are things about her that I could have related to because I grew up in a very small town. Heck, I live still in a relatively small town. And you wouldn't even call where I live. I probably would, You'd probably call it a village where I live. Although it's it's certainly geographically different because of the way British... T- anyway, let me not, let me not digress. <laughs> yeah, let's not get into the difference in geographical statuses. But... I should have been able to, but I just couldn't, like, I, I couldn't get it. Like, my personality is just so different from hers that I just couldn't, I couldn't, I could never get into her and really, I, I just couldn't. And, and after a while, I just didn't care. And part of the reason I couldn't get into it, I think, was because it was the constant I, I, I. And I'm thinking, that's not me. I, I would not do these things. I would not be her. I wouldn't. Well, that's that's the thing. I mean, I think that huh, there's the I. I think that it's a cultural difference, too. I do think that there is a massive cultural difference. Because it's the one thing that the... Um, with the Jill Mansell book that we read mm-hmm. earlier, mm-hmm. English culture is so different. Mm-hmm. You don't, you're not in a way, um, UK culture. We, we don't assimilate well, but we also are far more exposed to other cultures. We have a lot of American television, a lot of American television. I mean, if you look at our TV, I look, just look at a sky um sky atlantic on a weekend and there's nothing but american tv shows on it they have macgyver and ncis and everything else so we have got a very very great exposure to american culture whereas how much english culture are you exposed to in media apart disregarding the royal family because that doesn't count that's a whole other echelon no i mean exactly i mean i i understood what she was saying about a number of different things like intellectually I understood it but emotionally I failed to connect with her and I would have done a better job connecting with her I think if it hadn't been first person does that make sense yeah oh totally and because it was first person I could not connect with her and then when you fast forward to the end of the book leaving out all the other stuff I I have a pathological need for a happy ending. This mm-hmm. ain't it. At best, this is bittersweet. That's at best. 
mm-mm. <laughs> nope. Like, and, and <laughs> you know, when I read some of these reviews when I was trying to find the book, and I wound up getting it from a library because I was like, you know what, I just need to just, because my I'm girls are off. out for summer, and I was like, you know what, I need to get them to the library, and so I got them all their own library cards, and I got, I got myself another card, and it turns out it was available electronically to the library, and, um, and it was also available in hard copy, but I got the electronic copy, and, um, I tell you, um, when I read the, like the synopsis and I read all the, if you're a fan of Nicholas Sparks, I was like, oh my God, no, I can't. Oh my God. I'm not a fan of Nicholas Sparks. I, I, <laughs> I don't read my romance to jerk cry. I don't read my romance to jerk cry, period. And that's what this book was. I mean, I didn't even like the book and I'm crying at the end. And it's like... You cried. I did cry. I mean, I, I got emotionally involved because I, I... I don't... I didn't like these people. I did not like these people. I didn't but like... you cried. I did not like... But I cried because I have a need for happy endings. Why do people... I'm not stuttering. I have a need for happy endings. And this ain't it. <laughs> but I'm, I'm crying. Just... Even I don't even like these people, and I'm still crying. Mm. Will I recommend this book? Mm -mm. Yeah, but then you're being honest. Mm -hmm. I'm. I'm not so. I mean, I believe in happy endings. My life has not been one, um, but I believe in happy endings, and I think that if you're searching for it, then maybe you will find it. However, I am not averse to reality of not everything does end with they fall into each other's arms they kiss and they get married and live happily ever after with 3.2.3 uh, children or whatever it doesn't have to be like that that doesn't have to be the happily ever after but then Your happily ever was... after can look different than mine but i did not feel like that was a happy ending i just can't do it mm -mm, nope. but how did how did you see this the thing i think with this book definitely is there was never going to it was never going to be possible because he wasn't going to suddenly get up out of his wheelchair and his injuries be fixed and him be fine you are absolutely correct and i never would have chosen to read this book because of that <laughs> maybe that's why i picked it um <laughs> because congratulations you've had me read a book that i you know okay i read I it but that made you cry um that's not necessary that doesn't make me happy that that, that... <laughs> i'm sorry i'm trying not to laugh no you're not oh. you're laughing you're cackling like a hyena <laughs> ow I mean, if you're Jojo Moyes, I guess that's I guess that's a win, right? You've emotionally impacted someone who really disliked this, but you know, it, I, that's the thing. That, you're honest. You you like the happily ever after, where the hero and the heroine are in love and they get everything that they want, whatever that might be. Yes, which is what most romances are however in a way i suppose this isn't really a romance it has romance in it well they it has say, it, they bill it as a romance it. they bill it as a romance 
Like I'm However, just saying. I mean, I get I get what you're saying. It's chiclet. Yeah, and I'm and it is there. Well, are, it is. It is very similar. I think it is very similar in many ways to the Jill Mansell side of things. Mm-hmm. But has having said that, this is the first part of a trilogy. Hmm. I hope people enjoy the second and third parts because I'm not one of them. I don't second know what they're going to be, and I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they've already been they've already been released and come out, and I because I felt that the ending was the ending. Mm-hmm. As I did with Good Omens, please don't make a second season. Um, I don't think it needed any further books mm-hmm. because I think it told the story and it finished the story, mm-hmm. not necessarily neatly and as most people would have liked, but it did finish the story. Mm-hmm. And I think it wouldn't have been realistic for him to have got up out of his wheelchair or him to have changed his mind even. Right. In what he was going to do. That's the thing. That's the thing. For me, him embracing life would have been a happily ever after. In whatever form it takes. I, I get it. I get why he made the choices he did. And ultimately... His mom loses her job over it. I mean, these are not, it's not just, you know, you know, it, it, his actions. He, mm, yeah. I, mm, mm. Yeah. Great big stop sign glaring. Warning, warning. This is not a happily ever after. And, and I would, I would have never chosen to read this book. Um, I didn't watch the movie. I, I vaguely, I think, had heard of it, but I didn't. And so, I'm really glad I didn't have to buy it. I'm glad the library had it for me to borrow. I'm so glad I recommended the library. Yes, thank you. I do appreciate that because <laughs> I wasn't thinking on those terms. I've just gotten so used to reading books, which is which is. And I was thinking about. I was like, Good lord! I've spent a lot of money on books. I probably yeah. don't need to. And, and so I was really glad that you had reminded me of that. And when I walked in the library yesterday, there's a whole big paperback romance section that's a swap section. So you can take five books and then just read the five books out. There's no due date, none of that. It's just the swap section. I'm like, oh, that's amazing. So, <laughs> you see and you know what was are... in there? The other what? Miss Bridgerton. Oh, you're kidding. No. No. Oh no! If anybody remembers, we reviewed that. F- how many weeks ago now? Ten, and neither of us liked it. <laughs> yeah, the other Miss Bridgerton, it's in there. Uh, oh, that's so frustrating. Yeah, you see, your libraries—I will say, your libraries are much better than ours. Our libraries don't have a very good electronic loaning system. Mm-hmm. Um, it kills the battery on my Kindle. But that's neither here nor there. Um, see, I, down- it- I downloaded me before you to my Kindle. Yeah, you see, through uh, my library. Have, yeah, we have a um, an app on our an app through our library, but the app literally drains my battery from one hundred to zero without me even wow reading a book. So you have to so, close that app out. Yeah, I have to close it out completely and actually deactivate it. You know, stop it from running. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm connected to anything or it's switched on, it's 
continues to drain the battery because wow. it continues to try and contact the library for no reason. Um, so our library system is very different and getting hold of books, we have a lot fewer copies of things. Mm-hmm. The book we, um, we're doing next, actually, mm-hmm. I've been trying to get hold of and there are two copies in my entire county or are there will be when it finally comes out. Are you going to be able to get it in time? I'm hoping so. I'm hoping that they are literally only going to be doing seven-day loans on it, which they tend to do on books that have reservations on them. What number are you in line? Three. Okay, so hopefully you will get it. (laughs) That having been said, you'll be able to, um, you should be able to read it very quickly. I mean, it's Nalini Singh, so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, well, I mean. So at least we know Sally didn't like the book at all in any way means measure or form (laughs) if you like a weepy and i wouldn't say nicholas sparks i'd say it's not nicholas sparks because i i'd always i always think of nicholas sparks books as teen romance Mm, no not me but okay (laughs) but okay i think of them as quite immature writing Mm. Well, okay. Let me not make a let me not make a comment here. I've already been too negative today as it is. <laughs> hey, but that's the point. This is for the truth. Remember, well, you I said. Mean, I, I I. Okay, despite the fact that I didn't like the main characters. Mm-hmm. Um, what he does for her is a beautiful thing, right? I mean, when yep. he, he... He broadens her horizons and makes her realize there's far more out there. Right. Even than... if he's going to completely reject the things that are available to him and all that stuff. But sure, yeah. But I mean, what he does for her is beautiful and that's great. But um, yeah, at least he's not selfish that way. When it doesn't cost him anything, he's not selfish. Sorry. <laughs> Um, and i'm not cutting any of this out (laughs) okay that's all i'm gonna say about that (laughs) i'm all i'm doing is laughing because sally's expressions are very 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 expressive I half expected to stick her tongue out on me any minute. <laughs> no, I won't do that because I would fuss at my children for doing that. But um, let's just let's just move along. Let's just move along. No, I mean, if you enjoyed this book, I mean, please feel free to tell me that I'm wrong. I won't believe you, but feel free to tell me I'm wrong. The only um, thing is, you, you're, it's a personal opinion. You're mm, not wrong in your personal views. True. It's like we were talking about the um, those other books. In fact, there have been four books so far where both of us have been negative. Mm-hmm about the books because mm-hmm. we did the Joan Johnston mm. book Frontier Man uh, Frontier Woman sorry right. um we did Dream Man mm-hmm. by Linda Howard and then we did our separate ways things where neither of us liked the books we read mhm yeah and 
I think the one thing that we are trying to get across here is we are being honest. These are our honest opinions, but you don't have to share them if you don't want to. If you if you like to book and you really enjoyed it and you want to tell us why, go ahead, because we'd love to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Because that's what this is all about. This is us just telling you how we felt about something. This you see, is I actually little virtual book club. I like books that make me cry because I'm weird. <laughs> I could quite happily pick up a book on a Saturday afternoon or Saturday evening and read with a glass of wine until I'm sobbing my heart out because um, because I am just odd that way. I like it. But not everybody does, and I totally get that. I don't think that it's necessarily a healthy thing. <laughs> it's well, just my thing. Well, to be fair, I mean, I have been mocked roundly on my other podcast for wanting a happily ever after for wanting a happy ending i mean but i, I have, don't think i'm, but I'm just telling you i have been yeah. mocked oh well unlike sally i don't need a happy as if that is some badge of honor that that not needing a happy ending is a badge of honor and you know fine whatever Everybody sees a happy ending in a different way. I think that in a, in some weird way, they did get happily ever afters. They got what they wanted. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't necessarily the traditional happily ever after walking off into the sunset happily ever after ending. Mm-hmm. They did get what they wanted. He ended his life mm-hmm. because he wasn't happy. And was making no effort to be that way, but okay. Yeah, but he'd lost... I mean, to be fair, he was sitting in a wheelchair, he could barely move, and he couldn't even feed himself. Would you want that kind of life if you'd been skiing, surfing, all active, and everything else? And then his ex-girlfriend marries his ex-best friend. Yay! Um, That's really happy for somebody. And she... Although she's she'd fallen in love with him and they developed a very, very close friendship, he gives her the ability to start anew on her own, on her own two feet, depending on nobody and not having anybody depend on her. Because, I mean, the thing that, I, that struck me and made me quite cross was her sister telling her she wanted to go back to university and it was going to be all fine, but she might need to depend on her parents. So she's got, so her sister who's telling her that she's really miserable and she's finding the job really hard and it's stressful and the guy she's working for doesn't like her. Oh, but you've got to carry on doing that because I'm going to need your money. Oh, oh. And the sister losing her crap over the bedroom when she's not even going to be there. Oh, bitch, please. She'd have gotten a slap on the face. She'd have got more than that. Um, because she was so self-centered. How can you possibly take my room? I might come home on odd weekends and you expect me to sleep in a tiny little bedroom? Uh, with my son, how is that fair? Really? Really? Have you not heard of contraception? Really? Yeah. I was ready to... If it hadn't been on my iPad, which I actually like, I'd have thrown it. <laughs> so, 
Anyway, I'm sorry. I just I'm... no. Her, her sister was incredibly selfish, I don't have and they put nonsense. And they put a lot of pressure on her. I'm not feeling they... sympathy, but no. But they on did Lou put a lot or of on Katrina on, on Lou. And she never mind. Okay, I can't. Like I said, I can't not relate to Lou. Huh? Her boyfriend was horrible. He's he's something. <laughs> <laughs> he was I mean some of the comments that he made I'd have gotten I'd have got up and walked away from mm-hmm. like when they were talking about they were talking about sex and she was um she was relaying that oh um well I'd still love you if you were in a wheelchair and he mm-hmm. says oh well sex would be really difficult and he's and she said oh well the girl would have to be on top and he says oh that would be really difficult in your case Referring to the fact that he thinks he's that he thinks that she's overweight. I didn't read that comment that way. I mean, I see why you did. But then he'd also been talking about the fact previously. Oh well, you could do with losing weight, and you can exercise with me. And if you train with me, maybe you'll get to be a personal trainer. You need to up your fitness and everything else. And they, I mean, even her dad calls her a lard ass. Yeah, they make jokes I just you know how I read that. It's though. quite mean. Yeah, no, no, I I under, completely understand what you're saying, and I I see why you read it that way, and that was probably the intended read. I just didn't. Get, I read it as she um, wasn't in shape enough, like she like she wouldn't physically be able to, like. <laughs> yes, I know what you mean. Yeah. Can I yes. can I stop talking about that right now? I, I mean that that's how I read it. Um, and but then I was reading it in conjunction with the other comments that had come before. Sure. With I mean her par- her her dad would make comments about it. Her boyfriend was constantly saying things like, "Oh well, if you did some exercise, exercise with me, and everything else you could do with losing a little bit of weight." There was, they were quite mean to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And all she and she was happy with her lot until she got made redundant, and that bit I can sympathise with, having been there several times. Yeah, no, <laughs> and I understand. Being to- and literally being told on the day, oh, by the way, we don't need you anymore. Bye. <laughs> yeah, I can really identify with that one, and it is. I mean, I have to admit, when that happened to me the last time, I was skipping out of the office with a thank God for that, it's over. But in previous instances, I had not been that way. Mm-hmm. And if you do love your job, it is quite hard. Mm-hmm. So for her family to immediately jump on that, right, you now you need to get your foot out the door and get another job immediately was a bit like, oh, <laughs> couldn't you show some sympathy for five seconds mm-hmm. rather than immediately be concerned about the bank balance? Mm-hmm. No, I get it. I understand. Um so there were certain things I think, in a way, I could identify with far more than you can. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I'm not saying the book's not worth something. I'm not saying that the book isn't um, isn't well written or anything like that. I just didn't like it. I mean, and and I think it goes to in the end, I don't really relate to the characters. Um, so. Yeah. All right. Do we have anything else we want to say, need to say? Um, I don't think so. We need to talk about the next book, though. 
Yes, it is actually forthcoming. It should be coming out on Tuesday, June 4th. Uh, it's called Wolf Rain by Nalini Singh. And so it is a brand spanking new book. And hopefully Ray will be able to get her hands on it. So I'm going to make that a provisional choice, right? So um, Otherwise, it'll be the week after. Or I could offer up a different book if we know you're not going to get the book. What do you want to do? Well, I will know when I'm um, when I'm going to get the book. I will know on Tuesday. Okay, you'll know on Tuesday in theory when you're getting the book if if people bring it back on time, right? Well, they will actually be fined if they don't. So, yay. Well, but <laughs> does that matter? Like, how much are you fined in the UK for a late library book? Twenty five p a day. That's not that much. It is when you consider that people have to make it to the library. And with certain books, there are higher penalties. Okay. Because there are certain books that you can only borrow on um, certain number of day loans. So we have seven-day loans, we have two-week loans, and we have 28-day loans. Okay. Well, with that being said, I I'll, I do have a backup book. So, But as of right now, it is Nalini Singh's Wolfram. And we're going to hope that we like this book we're gonna hope especially as you didn't like the last one in this series right i I never finished the last one in this series so So is this gonna be is this gonna be six but no five books in a row maybe oh and this doesn't by the way this one won't have a chili rating this one not, not not the wolf rain but um, Me Before You doesn't have a chili rating. No, it's zero chilies. <laughs> but then it's chiclet. Yeah, it's a zero, zero chili ratings. Um, the, I do have a backup book. That's all I'm, I've got a backup book if we need a backup book. So we'll, we will let people know if we have to, to do a backup book. But I think we can probably make it work. All right. Is there anything else that we wanted to say? Uh, no, <laughs> this is going to sound ironic now, but keep on searching for your happily ever after. <laughs> and I would remind you, Lord help, romance isn't dead. It's alive and well on your bookshelf. Bye. Bye.